0: How's it going?
1: What's up guys?
0: All right, we have picture hey, and we have sound. This is good. Sweet. <laughs> there you go. now I okay. see all you guys. All right. How you doing?
1: Doing great. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. No, we're we're super excited to, to have you on. This is going to be a fun <laughs> a fun special <laughs> episode.
2: So, awesome.
0: uh Eric, what's your what's your terrible dad joke? Oh,
2: jeez. I I I don't have a good one, but uh I'm actually not, I'm not good at uh, inside jokes, quote, unquote. Um, did you, did you hear um, about the woman who saved the world? No. It was legendary.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so bad. Yeah,
2: exactly. Exactly how bad my jokes are. <laughs>
0: Terrible. Terrible. What, can you beat uh, that to Marco? <laughs> gotta love it. Uh, maybe. What do you call an old snowman? What? Water. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think she's gonna beat both of us. Mark. He's gonna, I gonna beat play. both of us for sure. You
0: probably
1: have, have already like. You have totally probably heard this one too. Why do golfers always take two pairs of socks?
0: oh <laughs> See you golf. You can't so I put like a you
1: hole cool. in one.
0: Do what? Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> They say get a hold of one. That's awesome. She definitely (laughs) needs both of us. She she wins.
2: This is why she's our guest, DeMarco.
0: That's fantastic. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, Becca, welcome. We're super excited to have you. I want to thank all of you so much for tuning in to another episode of Deadlifts, Dogs, and Dad Jokes. I'm your host, DeMarco. got my co-host, Mr. Eric Chichu on here, and we have a very special guest on here that I know a little bit. We don't know each other a whole lot. So this will a be kind bit. of fun. We'll, we'll get to know each other a little bit more and, uh, and have some fun and talk about some, some really fun stuff. So, uh, so Becca, um, we know you obviously through the gym. I've saw you yeah. take the super early boxing classes with Mike, I think 5am <laughs> 5 or 530. Five,
1: yeah. I think it was like 540 or 545, something like that. Oh yeah. Close yeah. enough.
0: <laughs> An un, ungodly hour. So very, <laughs> very crazy time. Yeah. Um, and uh, so you how do you pronounce your last name, Becca?
1: Um, Palola.
0: Palola. Okay. I was, yeah. I was going back and forth between, uh, <laughs> which, yeah. So I'm glad you told me that. So uh, <laughs>
1: well,
0: we have Becca Palola here, everyone. And uh, I'm excited. Let's have some fun. So, so Becca, you, you were training with Mike. Were you a, a personal training client of Mike's or were you just doing the boxing class or kind of both?
1: A little bit of both. Um, Mike's the one who really got me into more boxing. I've always done kickboxing, I want to say, but I've always done it with like heavy bags and whatnot. So a little bit different style kickboxing. And then when I met Mike, um, he's the one who really got me involved in more of the boxing element of everything. And so I started taking his boxing classes every Friday morning. And then that spiraled into. More um, personal training and clients' uh, relationship, and doing way more boxing um, on top of the Friday morning classes. So, yeah,
0: that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike, is, Mike is quite a Eric and I um, love Mike. He's a <clears throat> we, we mention him pretty much every episode. He's a fantastic, He's
1: kind coach. of awesome. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Are you still working with him now? Or have you gone off and kind of done your own thing? Or
1: um, Actually, him and I are still in contact. But he's the one who introduced me to um, the fight I'm actually doing, the Haymakers for Hope charity fight. Oh, awesome. And, yeah, so with that, they kind of hooked me up with a gym and a pro boxing coach. And Mike oh. and I talked about doing a little bit of work on our own as well. Mm-hmm. But little did I know that this was going to be taking mm-hmm. up almost my entire life. So I have no room. to train.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, no, I hear you. Well, that that's a that's a great segue. Uh, You know, we that's one of the biggest, the main reason I wanted to have you on was to talk about this. So uh, if you if you want to feel free to tell everybody about your fight and what you're doing it for. And what's the what's the whole
1: purpose behind it? Yeah, so haymakers for hope is a um, their hashtag is hashtag knockout cancer, KO cancer. It's all about um, it's, a straight up charity fight. And mm-hmm. it is anywhere, I think there's going to be maybe 16 bouts um, at the House of Blues with just females. It's called Bells of the Brawl here in Boston, December awesome. 7th. Yeah. Um, it's the original. They have now branched out to New York, DC, and even Denver. But the originals are in Boston. So there's a men's and then there's a women's. The men's was earlier in October. Um, and it's all these fighters have never technically been in a fight before and so we have to raise yeah so we go and we raise all this money based on ticket sales and charity donations and it all goes towards cancer research um and boston's is like the dana Farber foundation the jimmy fund so Mm -hmm. i love it because it's not just one specific cancer or anything it's for all cancer research which is a huge thing so and everybody is literally knocking out cancer and taking a punch to the face to try and help fight this horrible disease. And it's, it's been an eye opening and like a life changing experience all in one training aside with my six hours a day in the gym, the community itself has been overwhelmingly amazing. It's so awesome. I'm training with four other girls. So it's kind of nice that I have teammates. I'm not fighting them, which is even better. Um, but, you know, you ha- I have my own little like girl gang that we're all going through all of this together. And it really is a huge emotional roller coaster. So it's been amazing. I can't even I hate saying that because it's such a cliche, but it is. It's been awesome. It really has.
0: Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, that's freaking awesome. I love it. And I'm, I may have to step off in a moment. This was again, my, my daughter usually naps very well, but of course it's Murphy's law today. So I may have to step off and let uh, Eric take over, but uh, no, Becca, I think that's really cool. The community aspect. And it's cool how you, you start off with just some boxing classes and then things developed into what they are now. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's exciting. So you have a professional boxing coach, how yeah. is your training going? What's your training looking like? Is this like Rocky style, you know, I guess you're <laughs> right? doing like a bunch of different <laughs> stuff?
1: <laughs> um, so every like Sunday, we usually get a training schedule for the week and um, which starts uh, our Mondays through the following Sunday. Um, and I am actually a flight attendant. So I usually can maneuver my schedule pretty well. Um, this month and leading up to the fight, I'm actually very flexible. So I'm going to be home for a lot more, which is great. But in the beginning, Uh I was just traveling Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and I would land Wednesday afternoon, early evening, and just drive straight to the gym. Um, right now I'm training out of, um, everybody fights in Seaport and I'm working with, um, a strength training coach, Dave Bergeron. And my pro um, boxing coach is Kevin Cobbs and he also works at EBF and he does his own um, back to back boxing gym. So it's pretty nice. I have a really great like strength and conditioning coach, but then I also have my pro boxing coach who also works with my conditioning. Um, And when I'm traveling for work, I FaceTime Cobbs in and we work out in the gyms of the hotels and he's on FaceTime and I'm sitting there. And people actually have started watching me now in hotel gyms because they're so fascinated with me, like shadow boxing and jump yeah. roping and doing all these crazy things that people are like not normally doing in hotel gyms. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when I'm gone, I'm training maybe about two hours a day. It's a lot of running, which even Mike will tell you I hate running but this has slowly turned me into somebody who can run (laughs) Um, lots and lots of strengthening. Um, And then, so it's about two hours of my day when I'm gone, like traveling for work. And then when I'm here, it's could be up to about six hours a day doing two a days or something like that. There have been in the beginning, I felt like I was at the gym about six hours. Yeah. So it's maybe about an hour in the morning when I'm home doing some type of cardio or strength training. And then it's maybe two hours in the afternoon or three hours doing a lot of mitt work, sparring, whatever it may be. Yeah.
0: Oh, your technical stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it really has And in between eating, eating for me was like the biggest, the biggest change I was beginning. I was not eating enough and I'm somebody who loves to eat. And I kept thinking, why am I like, Gassed every time I'm coming out of the gym, and that's when I started feeling like the rock. And you just like kept eating and eating, and you can't get enough food in you. So, (laughs) I mean, and I meal prep for work, so my meal prepping for three day trip has turned into what I meal prep for a three day trip is just one day's worth of food. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I tried to explain to people, especially my flight attendant friends. And my lunchbox is is about the size of my roller board these days. It's huge. It's massive because I just have to have so much food with me at all times. And I still end up going out to dinner every night because I, I can't pack dinner every night. That's there's just no more room.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: exactly. <So. laughs>
2: Eric, you have any I was, questions? I was going to say, I mean, I, I mean, with all that training, you're obviously you're emphasizing, I mean, a couple hours a day, it's, it's a lot. So obviously your metabolism is, through the roof. And I I think even with with our, you know, me and DeMarco, our own clients, we we've experienced this too, especially especially with female clients. I think a lot of times they don't want to eat a lot. You know, they they don't they they think from the standpoint of whether it's weight loss or whatever their goals are, they they tend to restrictively eat. You know, I mean I, I always think intuitive eating is better. I'm sure you can probably even touch on that a little bit too like if you're hungry, you should eat. And I think prioritizing based on based on your activity level, I think the more you're training and exercising or, or or moving, you know, the more you should prioritize your your nutrition as well. So I don't know if you want to touch on all you know all the different as far as be, assuming your activity level being higher, how right. how you should sort of increase your calories and things like that.
1: Oh, for sure. Um I always was trying to do like twelve hundred calories a day and like limiting to no carbs, very little yeah. carbs mm. any. And in the beginning, that's what I was doing. But then you know, everyone started telling me, "You got to eat, you got to eat, you got to eat," and I go, "Well, I am eating, and I've always been a pretty yeah. healthy eater." Um, so I just am like eating all these veggies and chicken, and I'm limiting my fruit intake because I was like, "I don't want all this extra sugar." Yeah. And yeah. it mm-hmm. slowly turned into, "Okay, my little bit of carbs, like an English muffin in the morning, you have to almost like double, and there are certain days where I have to triple the carb intake." Absolutely. Um, yeah. It, it turned into like about 2000 calories a day. And that's when wow. I started learning that, okay, that's when I'm performing better. That's when the weight starts mm-hmm. coming up because we mm-hmm. have about a 10 pound variation with our opponent. Mm-hmm. So, yep. um, and I've been one of those people who've just steadily been dropping, dropping, dropping weight. So it got to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm eating a lot. I'm working out a lot. I'm dropping weight. This is great. But at the same point, I don't want to drop any more weight. So I started to, Increase a little bit more of the food again and not work out as hard this past week. But now I'm a little bit over the weight I'm supposed to be. So now we have to go back. So it yeah. is a little bit of a battle.
0: Of course. Yeah. It,
1: it definitely, I mean, you have time. That's what's nice. I mean, we had three months to train for this when we got accepted to about the time that we have our fight. Yeah. So, but it's, it that to me, I think was like the biggest learning curve because- Forward. I mean, you know, I was always in the gym anyways, and I've always enjoyed going to the gym, but the whole nutritional aspect of it all, I just was, oh my God, this is what they talk about. Like, this is what athletes always talk about. This is what trainers are always referring to. Holy crap. I get it now.
2: Oh, absolutely. Were you slowly, you were slowly increasing your calories weekly, daily? Like how, how did that, how did that go about?
1: Um, it was pretty much like how you said, if you're hungry, eat.
2: And yeah, then yeah, just yeah. make
1: sure that you are eating the right stuff. So okay. I yeah. always have like two breakfasts is pretty much how I consider it. Because as a flight attendant, I'm always up at like 3, 3.30 mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sometimes having lunch by 9.30 or 10 in the morning.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Me that's that's and that's I right. are familiar with that
1: schedule. <laughs> yeah. So that's I that. mean, I will have like, you know, Greek yogurt with chia seeds and some berries. And then within an hour, I'm hungry again. So I was eating like an English muffin and I would make like egg sandwiches. Well, but I'm home. That's still not enough. So it turned into like three or four eggs scrambled in with veggies and like ham slices over English muffins. And then I was okay. Now I'm satisfied. I wasn't full. I wasn't feeling sick, but that to me was the biggest shock. I'm like, seriously, yeah. I just ate three eggs, three slices of ham, like all these veggies and I'm fine.
0: <laughs> you're
2: like, how, you're like how, how did I, how did I only do 1200 calories before? Right. right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. So
1: exactly. it turned into something gradually adding daily yep. mm-hmm. and that turned into kind of the routine of it all. Yep. So no, yeah. it wasn't all at once. I think I would have been sick if I just did it all at once. I was so going to say incredible. your story,
2: your story is very similar. I'm sure to Marco, you have some insight on this too, but we, some of my clients, same thing. Especially like I said, the female population. I think they tend to restrictively eat, and I and again, it goes down to how many days are you training? Um, what, yeah, what your activity levels like? Uh, even if you're at a desk all day, though, you know, movement's obviously important. But if you're, um, you know, again, some people literally just won't eat. They're like, they're like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, put on too much weight or whatever else. But you're not going to assuming yeah. that you're you're moving around and you're and you're again, you're slowly adding. Exactly what you said. You know, you're not doing it all at once. That's the, that's the big thing. I think you don't need to add everything all at once It's slowly build because people, you know, sometimes will say too, that they're not hungry. You know what I mean? So they don't want to keep consuming more food, but that's why you slowly add the calories on, you know, over right. time.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And that, that was my big thing was trying to listen to my body Correct. and not right. force it to eat. Yep. But when I was hungry, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. what do I need to eat? What have I not gotten enough of today? Right. So that was, that was the big thing was learning how to listen to my body nutrition wise.
0: So, really? yeah.
1: Yep.
2: Any, any other questions, Marco, do you have?
0: Yeah, no, I, I just, just to kind of touch on that. That's awesome. I love the fact that you, you uh, figured it out for yourself. You know, you, you realize, Hey, I'm definitely not getting enough in. I feel awful and I don't have energy for, for my training. Cause like you said, you're lifting, you're running, you're sparring, you're doing your mitt work you're doing your bag work. Uh, heavy bag and speed bag. You know that, that's a lot of movement. Six hours a day. That's that's a UFC fighter's uh, <laughs> you know, schedule, training schedule. Seriously, they, right. they train 68 six hours a day. Um, and it's funny how again, uh, women that have never experienced this or don't have much experience in the weight room uh we'll hear what you said and, and say oh she's out of her mind you ate more and you lost weight that doesn't make sense what you know because that's you were you were so low in your calories your body uh your body's uh caloric intake was just was just way too low obviously for your for your activity level so Ooh. i think that's a great story and i love I, I, we've had so many female guests on here uh saying that same thing but i love it Just repetition let people hear it and hopefully it will uh you know really resonate with our audience and I love the fact that you're—it's eat, eating to perform and to fuel your body, not oh. just to you know fit a certain dress size or get to a certain weight or get to or a certain measurement. Because uh, as you are going to demonstrate very soon, uh, a woman's body is capable of a hell of a lot more than just uh, fitting into a dress or yeah. um, you know hitting a certain measurement. You know, you're going to literally be kicking ass in the ring very soon, so. That's uh freaking awesome. Yeah. Really awesome. Yeah. Um, and we'll definitely go more into detail on that event in a little bit, but how is your uh, Eric and I are both personal trainers for strength uh, nerds. How, without going into too much detail, of course, what does your general kind of strength training program look like?
1: It is a lot of kettlebell work. Um, yeah. I know you love it. But what's nice is a lot of the kettlebell work. Um, can be done with just, uh, dumbbells as well. And Mm -hmm. I think my strength training coach has designed it for me that way because not a lot of hotel gyms have kettlebells. So he has to be able to do stuff with me that I can do, um, anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's a lot of, I want to say there's maybe like three or four exercises. Sizes and you do maybe 12 reps and you repeat it six times and there's not a lot of break and you don't think of it I look at the training schedule I'm like okay this doesn't seem like a lot but by the third round I'm like I'm only on on round three yeah and Mm -hmm. you know he he writes stuff in for me go heavy go lighter use a weight don't use a weight a lot of push-ups are involved um there's usually like a strength training set and then there's a core workout set too Mm -hmm. and I, like I said on paper, it looks very easy. It doesn't look like it's a lot. And I always thought I was in really good shape. I thought I did really well in the gym and then I started <laughs> this and I'm just like, Oh my Whoa. God, I thought I was Superman yeah. before this. No way. <laughs> it's all relative
0: too, right? You're you're stepping very much outside of your comfort zone with this, which is cool. So.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I've noticed like instantly how much my body has just changed for the better. Like everything oh, yeah. is more defined. Cool. And I mean, like when my coaches even notice it, they're like, your core's looking really strong or your muscles have gotten really tight. To me, that means a lot because as a guy, like I don't feel like guys look at it that way in that cool. aspect. But, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. So if a guy notices that in my strength training coach, I guess I must be doing something right. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah.
2: Let me ask you this, how, so how many days a week do you do the strength and core work? Is that daily or is that four or five days a week?
1: Um, let me think here. So I usually do, well, this week is actually, I feel like way more cardio oriented. Um, but normally I want to say I do like two or three, four training, like strength trainings, but every time at least one of the mitt work days or sparring days, we also do a conditioning afterwards. So it's a lot of core work with weight. Conditioning
0: after that? Huh? Oh, I'm
2: tired. Of <laughs> it's about
1: just nuts. Not- <laughs> it's one of those things where if we're sparring, we're not, our legs have to be fresh. So we can't yeah. do anything before sparring. But yeah. sometimes, depending on how long we spar, or if we do a lot of mitt work and a little bit of sparring, yeah, it's a lot of... Um, the uh, The heavy ball, the weighted <laughs> ball slams, we use a lot of steppers and jumping over the steppers. It's a lot of footwork yep. um and then we like Russian twists are a huge thing,
0: oh um, yeah, that, rotational, huge yeah.
1: Thing. Yep. and a lot of you know like the deadlifts with the kettlebells getting like just hip movements um yep. so a lot of those little 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 details like that I never realized were so important in boxing world, yeah. And it, and that is what like perfects your form is strengthening these tiny little muscles here or there. And I mean, Russian twists, it it makes so much more sense now. Like that's where your body's moving in boxing. So Mm -hmm. the stronger your core is just like in most sports, the stronger you're going to perform, the better you're going to perform. So that to me has also been great. Just having not only strength training and cardio, but there is a whole other added core section. Because you should yep. always use your core, but having totally. the core section has really helped, helped as well.
2: On, on the on the flip side, would you so someone that wants to get started in something like this, where like how would you how would you approach that? Like what what was when you first started? Was it did you go this high intensity right away? Obviously not not. So what where was your where was the starting point for this?
1: Um, it just kind of spiraled into something that I needed a good ass kicking workout. And yeah. it, it turned into kind of like a love of just beating the crap out of a bag. And then Mike got me involved in MIT work and I said, okay, this yeah. is really fun. So it's gradually turned into that. However, there are like some of my teammates have been a member of everybody fights for a couple years, but they mm-hmm. have never done MIT work. And right. they're like, I always thought it was cool. Cause you know, I could do a heavy bag class, but we now see in the gym we're like okay there's a workout we can tell who's working out for a workout as a fighter yep. and we can tell who's a fighter actually working training on a for a fight.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's a total difference. Absolutely. And I think it's you have to really love doing this. Um, yep. but there's girls who are fighting in this who have never even boxed or yep. never even threw a punch before all this and it's That's turned exciting. into a really great love affair almost. So it's, I think if you're passionate about something, whether it is cancer, whether it is the Dana Farber foundation, whether it is working out or getting in the ring and fighting, there has to be some level of passion there. And that to me is what makes it all the more special. Maybe it's not this, you know, there's a lot of people who love spinning and I know there's a lot of events that work Mm -hmm. with, you know, biking and spinning and all of that. So Anybody who wants to get involved in something this intense, you just have to find what the avenue of passion you're going to take for it.
2: Marco, right? Find your why. Find, find your why. why. And then find once, once you do that, you'll it'll, it'll it'll push you to to continue to train and and push yourself harder and harder each each day, especially on days stuff. when you don't feel like it. So yeah. Oh,
1: absolutely. And that's something too that I've learned with this. There hasn't really been days I don't want to. Like we've had rest days. And that's when I call Cobbs up and I'm like, Hey, can I come do some MIT work? And he goes, yeah, you can do MIT work. And then the girls are like, but it's supposed to be a rest day. And he goes, I'm not making her condition, but if she wants to just perfect her job or her two, yeah. that's all that it yeah. is. And it's, I mean, it's exactly, somewhat yeah. of a workout, but it's nothing intense. It's just working on the one, two real quick or my footwork for a couple minutes. So
0: that's awesome.
1: It's, it's turned into a slight obsession.
0: <laughs> hey, no, no, no. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. I'm gonna, you know, speaking of obsession, you know, I'm currently super into oh, the at all that. stuff. So great, I'm great, great. trust me, I I understand obsession and I think and with the right things it can be it can be very, very healthy and very good for you. So Um, And it's funny, you were talking about, you know, hitting on a bag for a workout versus skill work for an actual fighter. Uh, You know, I have no experience in boxing. So whenever I hit on a bag, it is very much for a workout. It's very, I probably use way too much upper body and smoke my shoulders and arms and all that. And obviously you've learned it's hips, it's legs, it's that rotational power, you know, very similar to, you know, a baseball player, obviously swinging the bat, you know, hitting the baseball and uh, many, many other sports as well. Mm So. Man, that's really really cool stuff. So the organization is called Haymakers for Hope.
1: Correct.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. So when is the fight?
1: So it is December seventh at the House of Blues um, in Fenway, off of Lansdowne. Oh, that's um, awesome. First, yeah, doors open at okay. six thirty, and the first fight and all of the ceremony stuff starts at seven thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, so tickets are available. You do need to use um, a code to unlock it. So it's um, my last name, Palola. If you wanted to buy tickets, that's how you unlock it. Um, and it's just, it's going to be a kick-ass time. I actually went to the men's one and the adrenaline, the atmosphere was just so intoxicating.
0: Oh, I believe it. So- yeah. I, I've i been to, I've been to bodybuilding shows and I've been to powerlifting meets before. And, and those are fun, but I've been to a couple of fights before and, uh, that, that's just a, you can't replicate that, uh, can't. atmosphere. It's, uh, it's special. It's really special. And it's really cool. There's a, uh, just a, just a primal feeling that you get. And it's, uh, it's really exciting. Plus the, the women fighters, uh, in, in many ways, they impress me more than the guys do because a lot of them end up fighting harder. I, I know right? in the UFC in particular, they, they, a lot of times they, they go even harder than some of the guys do. So it's, um, so it's really, really cool. Yeah, I actually tried it. I went on the website uh, after you and I had first messaged each other and was looking at tickets and I I saw the little thing. I was like, man, I I got to get a code or something. So what if your last name, is it just your your last name with a capitalized first letter or lowercase?
1: Um, I think it can be either or. I think when you purchase the tickets, it's all capitalized.
0: Okay, cool. So cool.
1: Um, I don't think it matters as long as you spell it right. And I don't think you'd be able to purchase it if you spelled it wrong. So it would just tell you that something's wrong and you need to re-enter it. Okay. Um, But I'm pretty excited because my family's like flying in from Florida and Chicago. I have friends that are flying in from like Salt Lake City and New York. And all I keep thinking is, okay, guys, like way to put the pressure on me right
2: now. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly.
1: Um, We actually are getting t-shirts made, which was also something I thought was really cool. Um, Going to the guys thing, all the fighters, anybody who was there to support them, they all had like a team shirt made. Yeah. Everybody was wearing those. Oh, um, I want to share it
0: when, when they're available, please let me know. I will happily, happily <laughs> purchase one.
1: Okay, cool. Well, I will message you then I'll show it to you. Um, yeah, so it we'll has link, my spider name and we'll everything link
0: Everything below as well for you. We'll put the, the, the code and, and everything below so people can find it.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So it's, um it's going to be a great time. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, the my mom designed the t-shirt. She was pretty proud of them. It has like a little airplane in the corner, like you're, you know, yeah. somebody's wings. And then on the back, it has um my fighter name's the bat. So there's a huge black bat carrying the boxing bat? gloves. Yes. I am Becca the Bat Palola. <laughs> that
0: is amazing.
1: I figured you would like oh, it, you know, Mr. Batman in the Bat Cave over there. I have
0: I have more Batman comic books than I care to to uh, admit. Uh, Nothing
1: wrong with so. that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's freaking cool, man. That's a uh, well. I think that's a that's actually a perfect uh, perfect segue we can we can do after. So the the dad joke that we do in the beginning is a is a good icebreaker, a good way to kind of open everybody up and have some fun. Uh, we we hammered. Uh, we went into the your fitness journey and a little bit of nutrition talked about your, your boxing and everything. Uh, Eric came up with the idea a while ago of doing a lightning round. So we're going to have some fun. And we're going to ask you kind of this or that type questions. There's no right or wrong answer. You're not going to don't be pressured. Um, you need one of those just answer, you know, kind of whatever, whatever comes up, you know, whatever pops in your head first. Right. So, uh, so Eric, I will let you start and then I'll jump in uh, afterwards. I right, I'll have
2: a couple, a couple easy, I say easy ones, quick ones here. Dumb, dumbbells or kettlebells? Kettlebells. Favorite, favorite exercise?
1: Boxing, sparring, mitt work. Well,
2: yeah, favorite <laughs> movement though? Favorite move? Like strength movement? Sorry.
1: Strength movements. Yeah. Um, probably deadlifts.
2: Okay. There we go. Favorite boxing move.
1: Um, we call it a stretch, but I'm not going to tell you what it is because I don't want people to tip off my opponent.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. That's good. Fair, fair. Uh, dogs or cats? Dogs. Yes. <laughs> DC or Marvel?
1: Um, Marvel.
2: Yeah. All right.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, favorite superhero movie?
1: Um, Favorite superhero movie. I think it's going to be the original Captain America.
2: There we
1: oh, go.
2: Okay, That's a good one.
1: Um, favorite food? French fries. Ooh. Not currently. Yeah.
2: Okay. When you say when you say I love French fries, like specific type of French fry or no?
1: Um. So I'm from Chicago, and I'm sure nobody even in New England, in New England knows this, but there's a Chicago diner called Portillo's, and they have like the best like they're skinny, but they have the curl a little bit to them, like the crinkle fries. Mm.
0: Yeah.
1: Portillo's fries are good. It's it's like, I mean, McDonald's fries are good, but I can't even tell you the last time I even went to a McDonald's. So yeah.
0: <laughs> probably not on your meal plan right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. So everybody knows me, knows that you don't touch my fries on my plate. That is my sacred thing. I've literally slapped people across the table. Just don't touch my fries. I will share any food with you. Just don't touch my fries. Fair enough.
2: <laughs> we'll not touch your prize. Uh, a go-to vacation spot.
1: Um okay, that probably Italy.
2: Oh nice. Nice. <laughs> good choice. Good choice. Um let's see. Other questions. I'll go. Um what is your favorite workout song?
1: I'm a huge country girl. Okay. But cool. my favorite workout song right now is going to be my walkout song. And I don't want to give that away yet. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was
0: <laughs> going to go here. into that, but I'm like, yeah. That's awesome. That's that
2: awesome. surprise. surprise.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, no. That's
2: great. Um, who Who is your superhero? Who, who do you look up to?
1: It's definitely my mom. I mean, right. I know that's really cliche, but yep. she is as... Fit as they come. She was a PE coach, an aerobics coach, um, health and anatomy teacher. And at 65, I swear to God, I still am like, God, can my body just look as good as yours? Like, can I be as strong as you working out? And Mm -hmm. it was pretty funny. Like, I did a layover in Tampa where she lives now. And so I'm going to the gym with her and I'm FaceTiming my boxing coach. And it was kind of a cool moment for me because she actually stopped and watched me and was really impressed with what I was doing. And it got to the point where she was even like, "Okay, I'm not doing your workouts with you. Like, I'm 65. You have to know that now. I can't do this anymore." And I'm like, "Oh my God, did I just surpass like my superhero and strength? Did I just <laughs> do that?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, DeMarco, definitely talk- my mom.
0: I-, I love it, Demarco. That's all I got. What do you got? Yeah. So um, I should have asked this sooner, and I apologize for not doing this before the lightning round uh, for my side. Is there anyone that you're doing this fight in honor of?
1: Um, there's a handful of people that have definitely come and touched my life that have passed suddenly and had mm-hmm. a long fight with cancer. I mean, I've had my Nana. I've had a childhood friend. Um, but honestly, like to me, the, the biggest thing is, is you'll see also um, the rounds, the, the round card people are all people who are cancer survivors, Um, and the fight, which is, which is really cool. And for me, the main reason I'm fighting is I'm fighting for everybody who just can't fight. Um, and everybody who's going through all these battles. And to me, yes, I'm fighting in honor of my Nana and my childhood friend, Ryan. And there's a lot of people, I guess, to me, what really cut down deep was you can't talk to somebody anymore who hasn't been affected by this disease and that to me is really hard to swallow. So that was my main reason for wanting to fight is that this is not a positive connection with people and I really hate that it's become something that can connect people and it's not it's not a positive thing. So that's pretty much why I am fighting.
0: That's powerful. Wow. Yeah, it's you know that reminds me of the statistic that's uh, been that's been thrown around for at least the last 10 years. Particularly, I think from the Strong Foundation, but it was I think one in two. It's either one in two or one in three people in uh, in the world will get some form of cancer in their lifetime. So that's uh, it's it's wild. And You're right. No, there's no one. I've never talked to anyone who didn't uh, at least either have a diagnosis or have a family member. I'm actually currently rocking the uh, the Team Perry wristband. My strong first oh, team. Oh, yeah. My Perry is uh is uh is going through. Uh, actually he just went through treatment for uh, colon cancer and we're uh, waiting for the results of his scan. So fingers crossed Perry strong. So that's uh that's beautiful Becca. I, I absolutely love that. Um, and I'm just I'm glad we took a moment to, to, to mention that. So that's freaking cool. So uh, I know you said DC or Marvel uh, who would be if fictional, uh, fictional wise, who would be your favorite superhero overall?
1: Um, I'm a black Panther girl.
0: Oh, there we go. And- Yeah,
1: a lot of that is um so one of my really good friends, her like three year old son is obsessed with Spider Man. So every Mm -hmm. time I see him, you know, he does this. I've gotten him and I'm the only person anytime he sees me, Wakanda forever. And I just I love that. But um I'm actually high risk for colon cancer, and that's how our Black Panther actually did pass away too. So that also has a deeper meaning for me.
2: Yep.
1: So That's part of the reason I really latched on and I mean I love Captain America because who doesn't love Chris Evans and um you know Captain Marvel badass chick so but it's still Black Panther every time like we went to Universal a group of friends we had t-shirts made and we all did like the masks based on our superheroes and I did Black Panther that's just always my (laughs) go-to
0: oh that's fantastic yeah and I obviously huge respect and love for for Chadwick Boseman Boseman, uh King T'Challa um just a man which powerhouse actor and what a legacy crazy. left behind talk about a crazy legacy so Absolutely. that's awesome uh jedi or sith jedi awesome there we go uh, <laughs> star, star wars or star trek
1: star wars
0: awesome yeah, yeah now you know we can't go through a full episode without asking a sports question bears or patriots
1: Okay, Bears. You know I'm from Chicago. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. I was just, my, I My
1: losing team, and I love them to
0: death. <laughs> hey, uh, to, to be fair, quick, quick uh, side note. I watched the game yesterday against San Francisco, and they actually, they overall played a very good game. I will say I that. Got- uh, Jimmy, so. Jimmy G, Jimmy G, definitely got hot and started started lighting it up. But uh, no, Bears actually played played a great game. So I was, uh, that was good. That was a much better game than I thought it was going to be. So, so good good. I
1: agree. I agree. And I do like Jimmy G a lot. So yeah. um, I can't hate on it. But I know it's going to be. I thought the Bears were going to do a lot better this year. But I've yeah. slowly learned that it's like a developing year. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see where it goes in the next couple years. But oh, absolutely. yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, that, that, your your quarterback's only going to get better. I think he's definitely showing some real promise. Fields is looking good. So yeah,
1: here's hoping. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So uh, football or hockey?
1: Oh, that's <laughs> such a toss-up for me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Baseball usually trumps everything, but yeah. you know what? I'm just going to go with hockey right now.
0: Here we go. That's awesome. Even
1: though my Blackhawks haven't won a game all season, I'm just gonna okay. go with hockey. <laughs> hey, nothing
0: wrong, nothing wrong with that. That's okay. We we all we we all have the uh the, the, the suffering experience talking about, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, tell us a fun fact about you, something that we don't know.
1: Um I actually was a swimmer for 15 years. I even did junior Olympics, and then I played water polo for about six or seven years. Wow! And I think that's where my boxing kind of got in—is um, I needed something that was aggressive, and um, I missed—I missed my aggressive aspect in water polo. So, um, and it was great with the Olympics this year. They were in Tokyo, but because I wake up every morning between two thirty and three thirty, I was able to wake up, and while I was getting ready for work, I watched the water polo games live. So it was great because I'm flying and my mom's texting me, this is what's on tonight. And I go, I watched it at three because I'm going to be sleeping when it's aired in the U.S. Exactly.
0: Yeah. No, that's awesome. And that's, that's really, really cool. Yeah. I think the, the, and I love your, your Instagram page, by the way, the, uh, I love all the travel stuff. That's I, uh, I'm a. I'm an active follower. I love watching all the, all the cool places that you go to. So, you. What's your, sorry to interrupt you. Nora. What's your Instagram
2: handle? So we know, so everybody it's knows. Out stuff.
1: of a suitcase.
2: Out of a suitcase. Got it. Yep.
1: <laughs> Cause yep. that's pretty much how my life has been lived. Out of a suitcase.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yep. No, I think it's really cool. And I'm going to link all of this below so everybody can find you. But um, so you got your Instagram page out of a suitcase. There's Haymakers for Hope where people can uh, get a ticket. Can people make a donation on there as well if they can? Absolutely. Okay, good.
1: Yes. And the ticket sales also go towards um, my donation, um, um, my donation page as well. And Mm -hmm. the link to get to my fighter page is on my Instagram account which makes it really easy. Perfect. Go to my profile. There's
0: the link.
1: Link in the bio. There we go. That's right. Link in bio. And um, you can see my personal fighter page, but you can also see the whole bells of the brawl, that whole, um, the event page as well. So there's a nice little, there's a nice little countdown on there. So if you really feel like, you know, having an anxiety attack and you're like, oh my God, 49 days, 49 days. So we do that every once in a while. (laughs)
0: There we go. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Good stuff. Do you, Eric, do you have any more questions? Anything you want to ask? Oh, I think so. No, we cover a lot of ground. Awesome. Yeah, no, this was, this was a really fun interview, Becca. I, I uh, learned some really fun, cool stuff about you and uh, I knew you wouldn't disappoint. I knew this was going to be really, <laughs> really interesting and, and really fun. So um, that is really, really cool. I'm, like I said, I'm going to link everything below so that people can find you. So just to remind everybody, December 7th, uh, Becca will be fighting. What is your opponent's name?
1: Um, it's Katie Berardi. She is so a Boston Katie police Bar- officer.
0: Oh, there we go. That's <laughs> awesome.
1: Flight that's attendant amazing. versus BPD.
0: <laughs> I like that. I like that. Right? That's exciting. That's exciting. <laughs> that, that sounds like a, the title of a, of a viral YouTube video. Uh, in there the you
1: major.
0: go. <laughs> so, but no, that's really cool. But uh, and please give her a follow on Instagram. If you're on Instagram uh, out of a suitcase, um, I'll link everything below uh becca thank you so much for your time we really appreciate you being on here
1: thank you guys so much it's it's been so awesome it's an honor actually to be invited and it's so good to see you guys again
0: absolutely yeah and i'm gonna look at my schedule i know we're in town that weekend so mm-hmm. i uh, may surprise the wife with a couple tickets we may, may, may awesome. have that date night so
1: i love nice it it is a tuesday day. night so yeah. cool. just like don't schedule any early morning meetings on wednesday <laughs>
0: Yeah, no early mornings, and yeah. I gotta get a I gotta get a babysitter for during the week. So we'll uh, we'll definitely get <laughs> that out. So I want to leave all of you with a, a nice empowering message and mission for yourself. Train your body, feed your mind. Love it. Awesome, Becca, yeah. that was uh, mother effing awesome. Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. absolutely.
0: And, uh, when we so this will get put up in about a week. So we put we put episodes up typically on Monday. Okay. And uh so we have one pre-recorded that's gonna go up today from last week, but this one's gonna go up next week and I'll send you the link, the thumbnail, awesome. and uh and all that fun stuff so that we can uh so that you can promote it and we can get more people.
1: Absolutely. There. I'm gonna promote it. I'm gonna put it on everybody's fights page, back-to-back boxing page. I'm gonna put oh, it on awesome. everybody's. I'm oh, thank text you. everybody.
0: That's <laughs> awesome. We appreciate that. Yeah, and I'll and we'll post it on our social media channels and uh if, if anything, we maybe we can end up soliciting a few donations for you if, if even that, just a that small. would be
1: great, obviously, appreciate like any bit any bit helps really. so yeah,
0: absolutely. Do you um for each fighter, do you all have a um like a goal, like a fundraising goal, like a minimum yep. goal?
1: um, so I have uh seventy five hundred is mm-hmm. my goal. I'm awesome. almost there, almost there. I have oh, nice. a little less than two two more to raise. But, um, some of the girls have like 10 grand, some of them have already surpassed. And then as they surpass it, they just keep adding more and more to their goal.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, any little bit helps and it's, it's kind of been some of my friends I fly with, uh, they've been 110% like my top cheerleaders donating, buying tickets. They're making outfits for all of this. They're texting me words of encouragement. And I did not expect this to be as much of an emotional roller coaster Mm -hmm. as it turned into be. And so last night I kind of had a heart to heart with one of them. And I said, I don't think you realize like I'm a pretty, I have thick skin. I don't get offended. I'm a very tough chick, but those little messages I get every now and then have helped so much during all of this that, um, it's been overwhelming the amount of support I've received. So oh, that's
0: really, really cool. Yeah. And I, I absolutely love that. And I, I'm going to tell you right now, Becca, it, it, uh, hopefully we can end up making the fight. If not, we will definitely be making a, uh, a donation on there. So, uh, yeah, we'll definitely, definitely support you. Yeah, no worries. No, we're, we love, uh, you know, Eric and I love, uh, supporting people doing awesome things. And like you said, uh, the cancer is something that touches everyone's lives. Right. So it's uh, it's good stuff. Awesome. Well, I don't want to hold you up any longer. Uh, Becca, thank you so much for your time. It was such an honor to have you on.
1: Thank you guys so much. And I will look forward to all this and I'll start promoting everything for you.
0: Awesome. Great. Thank you. So Appreciate much. that.
1: All right. Thanks, guys. Right. Bye, bye Becca. Doing.
2: Bye. See ya.